Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Oh Lord, Father, we worship you, Lord. Lift up your voices, so the Lord says, Let's lift up our voices and glorify his name and magnify his name and lift him up. For there is none like him, the one and only true God. Father, we bless your holy name. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. For, oh God, there is none like you. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. Oh, Father God, we are convicted that there is none like you. You are the one, the only, the true God. Rock of Ages. The one who was, the one who is, the one who is evermore in the name of Jesus. Ah, God. Powerful God, mighty God, Oh God, we lift you up, we worship you, we honor you, Lord. Oh God, oh Father God, we worship you, we honor you, we praise you, Lord. As we come into your presence, we bow, oh God, we reverence you, oh God, we honor you, oh God. We give you our hearts, O God. We give you our entire essence, O God. We give you our full being, O God. In the name of Jesus. For indeed, it is in you that we live and we move and we have our being, O God. No relationship that we have is more important than the one we have with you, Lord. Oh God, we lay aside everything. We put everything else aside. And for this time we come and we say, Father, 
take us for God fully oh God into your presence oh Father in the name of Jesus let our focus be fully and squarely be on you oh God we worship you Lord we honor you Lord for you are good for you are great for you are glorious, O God. Rakashantaria kateke, mikantaria bakasende, yakanda kata kata kan, borokata kata kedinke kan kan, ogakasheke, arakakakasheke, oramakasende. O Father God, we come to battle, we come to war, we come to fight, O God, for what is ours. And Father, we are convicted, we believe. We know that we have received through prayer what is ours in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for this time, Lord. Father God, for the battle is the Lord's, it is yours. Father God, all we have to do is stand and watch and see the enemies defeated. The enemies in the mind, the enemies in the physical, the enemies wherever they may be. Father, tonight we thank you for their defeat in the name of Jesus. Father God, we worship your holy name. We glorify your name. Arakatarakasende, mikente kete, nakakeke, 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 makasheketum, nariabakasatariakasende. Oh Lord, Father, have your way. Tonight, 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 have your way, Lord. Do what you want to do. Oh, Father God, wherever you are, whether in this hall, wherever you are on this planet, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voices. Worship God. Worship Him with conviction, knowing that we serve and we worship the one and only true God. Nothing, nothing, nothing is too difficult for him. Nothing we could say, nothing we could wish, hope, desire tonight is too difficult for him. So we come before you, Lord. We say, Father, have your way. Even if we have faith like a mustard seed, we could say to this mountain, Move from here and be cast into the sea. Are there mountains in your life tonight? Are there mountains you want to move? Faith, faith, faith like a mustard seed will cause those mountains to shift in the name of Jesus. So come with conviction, come with trust, come with belief, come with faith. Mix your prayer with faith tonight. Because that is the currency of heaven. Father God, we bless your holy name. We worship you. We are Lord in your presence. Fully, fully with you, O God. Oh Father, we surrender to you. We raise our hands in surrender to you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, O oh Lord. Tonight, O oh God, we thank you that certain things will be dislodged in the name of Jesus. Father God, entrenched. Oh God, entrenched, oh God, entrenched enemies tonight. They will flee in the name, at the name, at the mention of the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we bless you, Lord. 
We thank you, Father. We worship you, Lord. We glorify your holy name. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Oh Lord, we worship you. Yes, Lord. Oh Lord, we honor you. We glorify your name. We thank you, Lord. We worship you, Father. We magnify your name. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God. We lift up our voices to say thank you. Thank you for this time in your presence, Father. As we dive deeper, Lord, have your way. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are many hours into it, but welcome to day 13 of the turnaround prayers in this year of our turnaround. Amen. It turned around an abrupt on unexpected change. Some of these definitions that have been so apt. A complete reversal of a situation or a set of circumstances. A complete change from a bad situation to a good one. This leads us to our anchor scripture for this period as we pray. And that is what I want us to focus on today. As we go deeper into the word and into prayer. Psalm 126 verses 1 to 6. Verse 1 says, When the Lord brought back, back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. Amen? We were like those who dream. And what might seem like a dream will become someone's reality in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? We're going to begin to pray, ladies and gentlemen, by praying for ourselves and our lives. And one picture of a turnaround, a picture of a turnaround, is taken from Philippians 3, 13 to 14. It says, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. If this is ahead, ladies and gentlemen must mean that this is behind so to forget what is behind is to forget what is here if you're seeing me to forget what is here and to focus on what is ahead the journey between there and here is a turnaround amen and i press on it says toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus we want to pray that as we focus on what is ahead that indeed the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, that that will be our journey in the name of Jesus. And we will not miss that journey because we will face and focus on what, ha what God has for us ahead and we will make the journey successfully in Jesus' name. Let's pray, ladies and gentlemen, that your picture of turnaround will be real and you will face and focus on what is important and what God is leading you to. Forgetting what is behind, Father God, what has gone? What is behind? Father, I leave. Like Lot's wife, we will not turn around. But we will focus on what the Lord is leading us to and where he's taking us to. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray. That the, what is ahead is what we will focus on. That the picture of the turnaround in your life will be real and it will be permanent and you will focus or what lies ahead and forget what lies behind in the name of Jesus and that we will take hold of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Pray for yourself that you will not miss the journey. Pray for yourself that you will not miss the call. Pray for yourself that you will not miss the bus of the Spirit as it goes, that you will be on it and you will focus on what is ahead and you will make it and you will finish strong in the mighty name of Jesus. But it requires letting go of what is behind letting go of what has been but focusing on what is ahead father give us the conviction father give us the grace father give us the strength 
Father, give us the desire, oh God, to focus on what is ahead and to stay with it, to stay with you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bless you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Moving on quickly, ladies and gentlemen. One of the things that Pastor Agua has shared with us this year is that God is putting mantles on people. Amen? God is putting mantles on people. Ezekiel 36, 26. And by the way, that, 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 that statement sounds so simple. But please try to receive it. If you have not received it, take a moment. Reflect on it. Understand it. And then receive it. Because if there's a mantle out there that is for me, that is mine to take hold of, I do not want to miss it in Jesus' name. And I pray the same for you. Ezekiel 36, 26. And I will give you a new heart, the word of God says, and a new spirit I will put within you. What else could a mantle be but a new heart, a new spirit that God has put onto us for us to go forth and conquer. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. That change that the Lord wants to make in our lives. That turn around in receiving the mantle of God. Let us pray that that new heart and that new spirit will be, in, will be indeed put in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let me not miss my new heart, my new spirit in the name of Jesus. Father God, what you want to do in my life, Father, let me not miss it. In the name of Jesus, remove the heart of stone. Oh, Father God, remove anything, oh God, that might be hindering me from going forward. I'm pacing ahead in the name of Jesus. Cause me, God, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit to, Father God, receive my new heart. Father God, to receive my new spirit in the name of Jesus. Let my being, let my person, let my personality, let my character not reject, oh God, the transplant of my new heart and of my new spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We worship you, Lord. Oh God, complete this transplantation, oh God. Of your new heart, my new heart, and my new spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh God, have your way, Father God. This transplant, oh Father God, of my new heart, of my new spirit, let it be successful, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you, we worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Moving on, we're still praying for ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe in my spirit that God is restoring lost fortunes. Amen? The restoration is another word. Restoration is another word for turnaround. The restoration of lost fortunes. Job 40, Job 42 verse 10. Job 42 verse 10. And the Lord restored the fortunes of Job. <laughs> and then it says, when he had prayed for his friends. And then the... The clincher, it says, and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Amen. I'm going to share this further down. But when God restores, he doesn't restore to the former state. He restores to much better. Amen. I'm going to share very quickly from 2 Samuel chapter 9. David and Mephibosheth. David and Mephibosheth. In verse 1 of chapter 9, 2 Samuel, it says, David asks, Is there anyone still of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? For Jonathan's sake, may we have friends that will impact our lives positively in Jesus' name. We know so much about the friendship between David and Jonathan. Now, there was a servant, verse 2, of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba at your service? He replied. The king asked, is there no one still alive of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? May somebody remember you. Wherever you are, no matter how obscure you might think you, you are or have become, may somebody remember your name in the name of Jesus. Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. Guess what? David asked, is there nobody in Saul's house for Jonathan's sake? And then Ziba comes and says, there is still a son of Jonathan. Just what he was looking for. And then he adds, he is lame in both feet. I don't know who asked Ziba that. I don't know who asked him that. 
But he says it anyway. I'm not sure what the relevance of that is. But the point is, ladies and gentlemen, Mephibosheth was labeled by his circumstances. He is lame in both feet. That's not what David asked. Is there anybody? Yes or no? Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, at the house of Mekir, son of Amel, in Lodiba. So the king, King David had him brought from Lodiba, from the house of Mekir, son of Amel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Verse 7. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness. And then he goes on to say, for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul. And you will always eat at my table. David did not restore to Mephibosheth the lands and property that belonged to his father Jonathan. He returned to him everything that belonged to his father's father. Which includes everything that belonged to everyone else in Saul's family beyond Jonathan. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice him like a dead dog? Notice a dead dog like me. Verse 9. Then the king summoned Zebas, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. God did not restore to him what was due to him, what was his right. God restored to him everything that was his right and more. Amen. You and your sons, he then says to Ziba, are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Instantaneously, all of them became servants to Mephibosheth. Ziba said to the king, your servant will do whatever the Lord King commands his servant to do. May you be connected to power power that will make doors open for you in Jesus' name. As I pray the same for myself. And so Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Amen. And verse 12, finally, Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, Micah. And all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem. Ladies and gentlemen, he was in Lodiba. He came to Jerusalem. Sometimes the turnaround will include your relocation. If that is the case, do not see it as a negative. Do not resist it and receive what God wants to do in your life in the name of Jesus. Because he always ate at the king's table. And finally, this verse ends this chapter by saying he was lame in both feet. That point comes back again. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what are we saying? Despite your circumstances, whatever they may be, do not let your circumstances hinder your faith tonight. Amen? So let us pray, ladies and gentlemen. That restoration will come of lost fortunes through means that we do not need to understand or know that the Lord will restore our fortunes and turn around those circumstances. And despite the circumstances, He will come through for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your will be done in my life in all our lives, in the lives of everyone, oh Father God, represented here on any one of our platforms, connected now, and anyone connected to them, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray. Let there be restoration, oh God, restoration, Father God, of fortunes. And Father, we know that you do not just restore, you restore more than was before, in the name of Jesus. Let that be our portion. Let that be our, oh Father God, portion in the name of Jesus. Let us receive what is due to us, Father God, by the spirit of restoration. In restoration, one plus one is not two. One plus one is greater than two. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father, despite our circumstances, Father God, let our circumstances not hinder our minds and therefore not hinder our faith. Oh God, to trust you, to believe that Father God, what might seem impossible, what might seem difficult, Father, is more 
than easy for you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, receive our prayers as we desperately come before you for restoration, O God. What has been taken forcefully by mistake, whatever the case may be, Father, restore in the name of Jesus. Let Father God turn around, be seen, be experienced. Oh God, in every life, oh God, that is represented, Father God, in this ministry. And those do that are our loved ones. Father, wherever they are on the planet, wherever they are right now, in the name of Jesus, we say, Father, extend your restoration to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory, oh God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And that leads us on, ladies and gentlemen, as we move on. We're going to pray for our families. And I feel the Lord saying that he's going to restore family heritage. Amen. Families have a heritage. And we want to pray that the Lord is going to restore where needed, where necessary, the heritage of your family, my family in Jesus' name. Isaiah 61 verse 7. It says, Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, their land, they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. Amen? You know, this turnaround is not going to be substitutional. That's what I was saying before. It's not going to be like for like. The opposite of what was maybe not what we are turning around from equal but opposite no it is going to be incremental more in war in 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 in, in uh, conflict they talk about proportional response when god comes through for us it is going to be a disproportional response the enemy will be very sorry that he did anything that he is doing or tried to do in our lives in jesus name because the turnaround is not just going to be an opposite. It's going to be a disproportional response in Jesus' name. So we want to pray that the Lord will restore the heritage of your family, the heritage of my family, whatever that means. Whatever the Lord created your family to do, to achieve in this world, the impact that your family is supposed to have, the places that your family is supposed to touch, the lives that it's supposed to to, to bring into the kingdom whatever the case let us pray that restoration will come to the heritage of your family in the mighty name of Jesus Father God what you did Father God at the start of time when you created my family in the name of Jesus what you designed my family to achieve to do in the name of Jesus the impact that my family is supposed to have in this world. Father God, the touch on lives, oh God, the conviction of souls, oh God, to bring them into the kingdom. Whatever the will of your will, Father God, has been on my family. Father, let us not miss it. In the name of Jesus. Father God, let no one in my family miss their call. In the name of Jesus. Father, let no one, Father God, connected to our family miss their call. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, what a tragedy to live, oh God. Life through this, oh, Father God present age oh god and yet not make it father god let our families father god experience oh father restoration in heritage in the name of jesus restore our family heritage oh god even this family of jesus house Father God, restore our heritage, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. Father, we bless you. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. We want to pray that our loved ones, we are going to pray that they will return to the Lord. Amen. In our family. 2 Corinthians 5.17. 2 Corinthians 5.17 
Therefore, if anyone in Christ is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Amen. If you have names in your mind, people you know in your heart, name them wherever you are. Call their names and ask the Lord to bring them into their new in the mighty name of Jesus. To restore them to the Lord. All of us are children of God until we choose not to be. May the Lord pull anyone that comes to your mind, anyone you're praying for, back into his kingdom and to say that indeed they are new and the old has passed away. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I remember all those members of my family, all those people, Father God, who are so dear to my heart, those that do not yet know you, those, oh Father God, that have gone another way, oh Father God, in the name of Jesus. Pull them back, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Make them a new creation in you. Let the old, let the old, let the old pass away, oh God. Bring them into your kingdom. Father, let the right word drop into their ears at the right moment to bring conviction, O God. Bring them, Lord, into your kingdom. Let your will be done. Let your name be glorified in every life, O God. That, Father, destiny would be to be with you in eternity, not anywhere else. O Father God, we beg of you, O Lord, in Jesus' name, we cry out for these souls, O God. Restore them to yourself, O God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we bless you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to share something very quickly, ladies and gentlemen. There are three things that I want us to pray for now, but I'll tell you a quick story about how they've come into be a part of my life. When we pray as a family, my, my wife and my daughter and myself, Lydia, my wife, would always end prayers with a particular prayer. And Lydia, I know you are online. Thank you for praying this into our lives. May the Lord bless you and I love you. She always would pray that at the end of the prayer, Lydia would say, divine health, divine wealth, and divine favor that the Lord will bestow all those upon us. That we will walk in divine health, divine wealth, and divine favor as a family. Amen? And I found a story in the Bible of a lady who just this one individual exhibits these three things in her story. Amen? I want to share that with you. It's the Shunammite woman who Elisha had so many interactions with. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 18 to 37. I'm going to move very fast so that we can get through this. In the first, verse 18, the preceding story to that had been, she didn't have a child. Elisha prophesied. She ended up having a child. And verse 18 in this chapter, the child grew and one day he went out to his father who was with his reapers. He said to his father, my head, my head. And his father told the servant, carry him to his mother. Verse 20. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. Verse 21. She went up and laid him on the bed of Elisha up in the room. Verse 22. She called her husband and said, please send one of the servants and a donkey, and I can go to the man of God quickly and return. She knew to take action. This boy died, but she still took action. 
Why go to him today? The husband said. He asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. Why are you going to the man of God if it's not those two things? That's all right, she said. She had wisdom. And she was also convicted. She was convicted of what she was going to do. She saddled the donkey, verse 24, and said to her servant, Lead on, don't slow down for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When he saw her in the distance, keep that in mind, in the distance, the man of God said to his servant Gehazi, Look, there's the Shunammite. Run to meet her and ask her, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Gehazi meets her and she responds and says, Everything is all right, she said. She had faith. The boy had died, remember. And she was focused on where she was going. Everything is all right. Verse 27, when she reached the man of God. <laughs> remember now, Gehazi had met her. She finally got to where Elisha was, at the mountain. She took all of his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away. Move away, don't touch him. Leave her alone, he said. She is in bitter distress, but the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me why. Verse 28, did I ask you for a son, my Lord? She said, didn't I tell you, don't raise my hopes? Elisha said to Gehazi, run, go and put my staff on the boy. I'm moving forward now. But verse 30, the woman says, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So Elisha gets up and follows her. 31, Gehazi went ahead, did what he was told, came back and said, Elisha is on his way. Gehazi had time to reach there and come back. And then said to him, the boy has not awakened. Elisha finally reaches the house. Verse 32, the boy lying in, on his couch, dead. He starts to do what God asked him to do. Stretch himself out on the boy. Suddenly the boy's body begins to get warm. He walks a bit around the room. He does it again. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Verse 36, Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite. And he did. When she came, he said, take your son. She came in, fell at his feet. Fell at his feet again a different way this time. First time crying. I need you, Lord. This time, thanking God. Fell at his feet and bowed to the ground. Then she took her son and went out. Ladies and gentlemen, there are three things I told you that Lydia always prays in our family. That was divine health. Amen? Shunammite woman. We jump from chapter 4 to chapter 8. Further down in the story. Guess what is happening now? The Shunammite woman, Elisha had said to, to her in verse 1. Elisha had brought a woman's son back to life. He said to her, go away with your family. Stay for a while anywhere you can. Because the Lord has given him the word. The Lord has decided that there will not be enough food in the land. Amen. He didn't say there was not going to be any food. Like Egypt, there was not going to be enough. So it meant that some people will have, some people will not have. But the important thing was that God was putting this woman in a place where she did not have to contend. Fight for it. May the Lord put us in our place of spaciousness in Jesus' name. That will be true for seven years. The woman did just as the man of God told her. She and her family went away. They stayed in the land of the Philistines for seven years. May we hear God and relocate. And it doesn't have to be a physical relocation. Maybe a relocation in your job, in whatever, in your positioning. But if you, go, if you hear God to say, move from that place, from that thing, move. Verse 3, then seven years passed. Then she came back to the land of the Philistines. And in this case, she obeyed. She did not stay for eight years or nine or continue staying. Seven years was the plan. She went, she came back. And then, continuing verse 3, she went to the king of Israel. And the Bible says she wanted to ask him to get her house and land back. Verse 4. The king was talking to guess who at that time? Gehazi, the servant of Elisha. Gehazi was the servant of the man of God. The king, had, the king had said, tell me about all the great things Elisha has done. Gehazi was telling the king how Elisha had brought back a dead boy back to life. Just then. May the timing of the Lord be on our side in Jesus' name. Just then, the woman came to ask the king to get her house back. Remember, she wanted to. So, she, and Gehazi continues to say, she was the woman whose son Elisha had brought back to life. Gehazi said, King Joram, King Joram, this is the woman I've been telling you about. 
And this is her son, the very one I've been telling you about. He is the one Elisha brought back to life. Right there and then, as the king was just happening to be having a discussion with Gehazi. Then, remember the woman wanted to ask? She didn't get the chance. Because the king, verse 6, asked the woman about her house and her land. And she told him, ladies and gentlemen, that is divine favor. Amen? Then, the king appointed an official to look into her case. He created a team, a ministry. You sought this woman out. The king told him, give her back. And you know where I'm going, don't you? Give her back everything that belonged to her. That, he said, the king, includes all the money that was earned from her land. Money that she may not have made if she had stayed in the country. Her land was used and it earned money. And all that money, and he says, it was earned from the day she left the country until now. Ladies and gentlemen, that is divine wealth. This one woman, divine health, divine favor, divine wealth. Pray that into your life and to the life of your family in the name of Jesus. That you will always walk in divine wealth, divine favor, divine health in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voices and trust God that divine health, divine wealth, divine favor is our portion in the name of Jesus. Father God, let divine health be my portion in the name of Jesus. Let divine favor be my portion in the name of Jesus. Let divine wealth be my portion in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, over everyone, Father God, connected to this prayer. I pray, Father, for my wife, for my daughter, for my family, in the name of Jesus, for every member of this ministry. Father God, for all our workers. Father God, for all our leaders. Father God, for all the congregation, in the name of Jesus. Indeed, oh God, we pray that, Father, divine health, divine favor, divine wealth will be our portion, in the name of Jesus. Settle for nothing less. Ladies and gentlemen, Rakataria Bakashendi, Makandaria Bakasende, Rakende Kesi, Rakete Rebobobobo, Divine Health, Divine Wealth, Divine Favor, Rakataria Bakashendi, as you bestowed them, O God, on the Shunammite woman. Father God, we stand, Father God, convicted that, Father, we stand and we receive that mantle of divine health, divine wealth, divine favor. In the name of Jesus, Rakataria Bakashende, Makataria Bakasondo, Rakataria Bakashende, Ongadaria Bababa, Ekakakakeko Bakasende, Father God, Yogadere Bekashende, divine wealth, divine health, divine favor is our portion oh god in the name of jesus hallelujah father god we bless you oh god we thank you in jesus name amen we're going to move now to pray for our church jesus house and if you do not attend jesus house wherever you are in the world joining us please pray for your own church and we're also going to pray for the church of our lord jesus christ in this land in the united kingdom one of the things that is there on our hearts is our permanent residence as a church. Amen? I want to pray that the Lord will make room for us. It says in John 14 too, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? It means, ladies and gentlemen, that there is room for us. So we want to pray, Father, please show us to our room. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord give us foresight. May he give us favor. And may he give us freedom to find our room. And to move in in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. And let us pray as you are led in your spirit. If you are not at or from Jesus' house. Pray that the Lord will create space and room for your ministry. For your church to express. Not just to be or to exist. 
what? To be able to function, to touch lives, to change lives. In the name of Jesus. Father God, open doors. Father God, create room. The room that is ours. Oh, Father God, the room that you've created for us. Oh, God, specially. In the name of Jesus. Make room for us. Make room for us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. We want to pray that the authorities of the land will favor our landing. Why do they call it landing when an aircraft comes to the ground? You're taking control of the land. Amen. Genesis 47 verses 5 to 6 and then 11. Pharaoh, this is when Joseph sends for his father and they bring Jacob to the land of Egypt. And it says, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them settle in the land of Goshen. Jump to 11. It says, then Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession. A possession. If you are given a possession, what do you do? You take hold of your possession. Amen. In the land of Egypt, in the best of the land. In the land of Ramses. And as Pharaoh had commanded. Let us pray that the authorities of this land will favor our landing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us pray that as Pharaoh commanded, that there will be commands in places of authority about room, space to be given and provided for the use of this ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. Mikataria bakasondoro bakashende rakati 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 borokoshende mikadaria bakashende Father we bless you andaria bakazoko torobokoshende undaria baba bakashende Father let the authorities favor us in the name of Jesus let the authorities favor our landing rakati rebokoshende take absolute control oh God in the name of Jesus rakati rebokoshende Blessed be your holy name, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 126, verse 1 says, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, this is our core scripture again, we were like those who dream. You need a scripture like that to pray this next prayer point. And we want to pray, Father, turn around any convictions of the church in this land that are not your will. Whatever choices, decisions, actions that have been taken by the church, whatever they may be, in deeds, in words, in thoughts, that are not the will of the Almighty. We were like those who dream. It may not seem like it, but we know that by the power of the Holy Ghost, nothing is impossible. Amen? So we want to pray that any conviction of the church that is in this land, that is not God's will. We'll turn around in the name of Jesus. The collective church in this land, oh God. The church, the body of Christ, the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We ask, oh God, that the church, Father God, will be, Father God, in your will. Anything that is not of you. Father, we come against in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to turn around. Turn around, O oh God. Turn around, O oh God. Turn around, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus. Turn around. Turn around. Even decisions that seem to have been made. Father, uproot them, O God. In the name of Jesus, you have given us the right and the power to plant and to uproot. So, Father, right now we come and we uproot anything. O Father, that is not of you. In the name of Jesus. And we replace them by planting your word, planting your will, planting your purpose in this land. In the name of Jesus, that your church, your church, your church, O God will be, Father God, in your heart, 
in your will, in your purpose, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And just to finish off this section as we pray for the church. We want to pray for a united church. A church after God's heart. Amen. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 9 in the message translation. In the end, I will turn things around for all the people. I'll give them a language undistorted, unpolluted, words to address God in worship and united to serve me with their shoulders to the wheel. Amen. May we serve God with our shoulders to the wheel, united and address God in worship with the words that he will give us, unpolluted, undistorted, a language that God will give us. Amen? Let us pray that that will be the heritage, the destiny, the purpose, the conviction, the reality of the church in the mighty name of Jesus. A united church, O oh God. A church after your heart, O oh Father. Your church, O oh God. A church that is yours in your purpose, in your will. Convicted, O oh God. To do your bidding, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to conclude by praying for our nation. And indeed, if you might be connecting from elsewhere in the world, maybe you're not in the United Kingdom. You might be in any other continent but Europe. Pray for the nation that you are in and nations that are dear to your heart. You might have been called to those nations. You might be working in those nations. Pray as we pray now for the United Kingdom and the nations. Amen. We want to pray first of all, who is the God of this nation? That's the question that comes out of Psalm 33 verse 12. It says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people whom he has chosen as his heritage. Amen. Who is the God of this nation? The nation whose God is the Lord, may that be this nation in Jesus' name. Let us pray. That this nation will follow the heart of the Lord God Almighty. That this nation will be a nation chosen as God's heritage. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord, that this will be your nation. Your nation, oh God. That this nation will belong to you. We claim this nation for Jesus. Other nations there to our hearts. I claim Nigeria, oh God, in the name of Jesus. As your nation, oh God, in the name of Jesus. If there are other nations that are dear to your heart, pray for those nations. The United Kingdom is your nation, oh God. We declare, oh God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We want to pray that sin will be far from our nation. Amen. Remember, like those who dreamed, do we dare to pray that sin is a thing of the past? Dare to believe, ladies and gentlemen. Proverbs 14.34 Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We do not want it because it is a reproach to a collective people. We want to pray that this nation will be a nation that righteousness will exalt. Amen? Father, we bless you. We give you glory. We thank you, O God. That righteousness will be enthroned in the United Kingdom. O Father God, we dare to believe because we are like those who dreamed, O God. We thank you, O Father, in the name of Jesus. That righteousness is enthroned in every nation that is on all the hearts here, Father. Every nation, Father God, that we are praying about tonight and that we always pray about. Nigeria, the nation of my birth. The United Kingdom, the nation in which I live at the moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
the nations that are dear to you. Pray for them. That righteousness will sustain those nations. They will be exalted. Through righteousness. In the name of Jesus. Hey, We dare, O God, to believe. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God. Father, we trust you, O God, that righteousness will be enthroned in our nations. O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to pray now for a turnaround in and of the citizens of our nation. Amen. Isaiah 55 verse 7 says, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. It is an individual call to the man who the Bible describes as wicked or unrighteous. Let him return to the Lord so that the Lord will have compassion and to God who will abundantly pardon. Let us pray that a turnaround in the citizenry of our nations will result in the journey of taking the nation itself to where God wants it to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray for a turnaround, turnaround in the citizens of our nation and that includes us as individuals father god let us turn around to be father god the type of citizen that you've called to live to be to exist in a righteous nation we pray this oh father god for all citizens of this nation oh god all citizens in Nigeria, let the values, let the culture, let the heart, let the collective heart of the nation be shifted to you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. As the nation stands as one man, as one person, as one woman, as the nation stands as one, let the heart of the nation be after you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Makataria Bakasende, Rekataria Bakasondo, Renumunumunu Bakashenti, Zekandaria Bakasenti, Blessed be your name, Arakandere Bogoshenti, Mikandaria Bakasondere Boshti, Zingandaria Bakashenti. Father, we bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, for our final prayer point. Of tonight we want to pray for a national conviction and repentance in Jesus name amen and this comes from the story of Jonah Jonah 3 after Jonah takes us on a detour goes into the belly of a fish which was not really the plan but after all that happens we go to chapter 3 and he preaches finally to Nineveh verse 2 arise go to Nineveh that great city and preach to it the message I tell you and if we jump forward to verse 5, so the people of Nineveh believed God. They showed faith. They proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth for the greatest to the least of them. And the king of Nineveh arose from his throne, put his robe aside, covered himself with sackcloth. Verse 6 it says, and put sackcloth and ashes on, and sat in ashes. And it goes on further in verse 8. But let the man, let man beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God he says let everyone turn from his evil way and he did this collectively as a nation and verse 10 it says then God saw their works you know the Bible says faith without works is dead first of all in verse 5 they believed five verses later in verse 10 God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God relented from the disaster that he said he would bring upon them and he did not do it amen just for a few seconds let's just pray that collectively as a nation, there will be conviction and there will be repentance in the nations we are praying for in Jesus' name. Father, we bless you. We thank you, O God.
that there will be conviction, O oh God, and collective repentance in our nations in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bring the United Kingdom before you as you did in Nineveh. That Father leaders rose off their thrones. The leader rose off his throne and said, Sackcloth and ashes. Father in our nation. Father in the United Kingdom. Nations on our hearts. Nigeria, let us see conviction and repentance in the name of Jesus collectively. And so Father, we bless you. We thank you for tonight. We thank you as we have prayed, O oh God, for our lives. We have prayed for our families. We have prayed, Father, for our churches. We prayed for our nations. We ask, Lord, that you please have your way. Let your name be glorified. In everything we have said, Father, please, anything we have said that we ought not to have, please take away, Lord. Anything we have said that we should not have in prayer, please. Anything we should have said that we haven't said, please add. Father, we beg of you. Take absolute control tonight. And as we go, Father, let us leave, Father, with your presence and continue to worship you in spirit and in truth. And as we continue in these days of prayer for these 30 days, Father, have your way. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And so, ladies and gentlemen, just want to remind you that if you'd like to give an offering tonight as we have worshipped God, please, the usual ways and mechanisms, if you're here in the auditorium and if you're at home online, please use the different ways to just worship God through your giving as we go tonight. And may God's name be glorified. Thank you, Father, for everything. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for connection to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen.